Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Hello, Maria, and welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. It's so good to have you back. Yes, it's been a long time coming. I'm excited to have uh, to be back. Yes, I know. We did the first part of the episode. We spoke all about human design and it was so insightful. Honestly, so many people gained so much value from that episode alone and you just have so much knowledge and wisdom to share. So honestly, so grateful that you're back and yeah, we're going to just take it further. We're going to just explore more on this concept because it's just such a big, big, big topic, right? It it can go on for so, so, so long. And I know that you like to actually incorporate the human design and the gene key system together. And you've done some pretty awesome things from that point up until now, which I'm sure that we'll, we'll definitely get into. But how have you been? Oh, yes. I, I just going back to what you were saying, I, I, as I welcome people into my audience, I say welcome to the world's biggest rabbit hole, like human design and gene keys is like the most ridiculously endless rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I've been amazing. Last time we spoke, I was about to travel for like the whole summer. And now it's been the whole summer and I'm done traveling. <laughs> so I drove, I drove all the way around the U.S., and have yeah created a lot of things in the business since then with using human design and gene keys and things are really good so I'm excited to chat all the things on this podcast how about you what what are what are some of your updates since our last chat yeah no that's that's incredible and for me I I started my business so I was like in the process of trying to figure out what I wanted to do and then um, I started the readings and that went really well and now I'm like pivoting again and I was just um, telling Maria when we jumped on the call that I'm like such a manifesting generator right to just (laughs) completely pivot and constantly change. I'm like, why? What is wrong with me? It gets annoying. (laughs) I totally hear you. And it's also like our gift because as a a Manny Jen, I hear you. The only thing I've ever launched twice is like, a pre-order because the product like isn't finished yet for my, for my really big human design and gene keys software. So I've never, ever launched anything else twice. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. I hear you. Do you, um, do you recommend like any advice for a manifesting generator like me? Cause I've been having a lot of conversations with uh, my money gen friends and they're like, it's, it's like, we understand this about ourselves, but we can't help to feel like, uh, like we're, Oh, what's the word? Like we're letting, oh, well, we're not being um, as, oh, what's the word? Why like consistent. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. I totally hear you. Especially because that word is like thrown around a lot as like something that should be valued. Right. And we think consistency means like do the same thing every day, all of the time. Right. And, and yeah, we just get so much of that conditioning, especially in the online business world. You'll, you'll hear that a lot of like, oh, you need to like only do one offer. And then once you get known and really good at that offer, then you can do something else. And you tell that to a manifesting generator, like a manifester. And it's like, what the fuck? Like that does not sound good to me at all. So in terms of, um, you know, in terms of how I'd like to think about this and if there's anything else that comes up for you, um, let me know. But you, you don't try to, like, it's like as a Manny Jen, your job is not to try to fit into that 
supposed model that works well. It's like you build your business to fit you. Like that is the premise. And so how do you build a business that supports somebody who wants to do a million different things and is constantly pivoting? That's the interesting question to ask. It's not about how do I become more consistent because you're trying to change yourself, right? And that's not going to work out. It's like, how do I just build a business that supports my, you know, and I'm not going to even use the word inconsistent self, but just my ever, ever, ever pivoting, ever growing, ever changing self, right? So some of the things that I've done is create passive offers, right? And so that's always something that's there that can support you when you are doing something like a pivot, right? I actually want to correct myself. I have launched something twice and that has been like a little flash sale, like a masterclass, you know? Um, And that's like the only, one of the only things that I've ever done twice, but it's like creating these passive offers. I can now look at my month and be like, okay, I'm about to launch this new thing, but I also can launch something old. I can just pop it up in a flash sale for like a couple of days and like, you know, really increase my bottom line, increase the pools of warm leads, get this product out to more people. And I didn't have to do more work. All I needed to do was repurpose the previous time I sold this, change the dates as to when the flash sale closes. And then like, boom, you know, I have like, uh, you know, an extra, whatever, however much money for the weekend or, or whatever. Right. And so passive offers is super useful for, you know, manifestors and manifesting generators who are constantly pivoting, like to be building something that can support you when your energy isn't there. And when your energy wants to do something else, because you're, you are going to move on to that next thing. Mm-hmm. So only creating things that this is also one of the reasons I moved away from readings. It's like, I was creating things that just lived once and died. You know, there was nothing more. Once I, once that one-on-one reading was done with that person, there was literally nothing else I could do with that. Like it's, it's over, it's done. Like I can't scale that one reading with them. Like maybe they'll become a repeat buyer, but that's only if I have something else to sell. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you want to create, at least for the online business world, any kind of digital passive offer. It doesn't have to be a course, but something like that, that, that can support you when your energy wants to move to something different. That's perfect. No, that is so perfect. I was literally having this conversation because when you're in this space, it's good to, you know, uh, stay in contact with like-minded people who are in this space doing the entrepreneurial thing, right? And I was having a chat to a good friend of mine and we're in, we're both in the same space. And she, I was just struggling so hard because I was like, you need to niche. Shules, you need a niche. I'm like, you can't, you can't, you know, everyone says you have to niche in order to get it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, what's my new niche going to be? But then my energy is like wanting to go everywhere. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, how am I going to put this all in a little box? And I was like, but I'm not meant to be in a box. (laughs) So it was it was really, really funny. And I loved everything that you said, because it resonated so, so, so deeply. And that was like, great, great, great advice. And yes, I I completely agree with like, doing the course, I so see me doing that as well, like doing something like that, and then going off to something else. It's just, yeah. Yes. And, and it'll, and it'll always be there to support you. So no, I, I hear you and you're not the only person that's like struggled with this. And, and yeah, everybody's like niche down and be consistent and be super specific, you know? And if you look at what I've done, it's like, I, I recently heard this, this description of Manny Jones that I really, really enjoyed, which is manifesting generators are here to connect seemingly unrelated things and form a new path. Right. It's like these two things that had no connection between them, Manifesting generators can somehow make that thing into one, have it make sense. And then that's a new path that's never been done before. And so if you look at what I've done, it's like, okay, what is my degree? And I studied marine science. I did a lot of research. I got really good at handling data, right? Visualizing data and understanding the magic that is in data, right? Uh, I then became a software product manager. And then I became this like online internet human design, like, you know, Gene Keys person. And that is what the compendium, my software product is. It combines 
my data like specialty in university, my software product management background when I was in yeah my career, and then my new career of human design. And it's like, that's the most random fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like the most seemingly unrelated how are you going to connect oyster aquaculture and like product (laughs) management because that was my thesis is oyster aquaculture and human design and then you do right and so that's how I built a business to fit me you know and not the other way around that's incredible by the way I cannot believe you even came up with that I was still like I was so shocked I was like of course she did because you have like (laughs) um, I know we're going into astrology now but you have what 12 houses in Capricorn was it no 12 planets in Capricorn Am I wrong? I wish I had. I wish I had twelve planets in Capricorn, but no, I have six planets in Capricorn. Oh, in the, oh my god! In the in the twelfth house, right? Uh, in the and 12th so house. exactly, yeah. I don't. I, I, it would be pretty. It would. It would be difficult for me to have six twelve planets in Capricorn. I know. I given. was like, is that? I'm like, that's <laughs> not, not impossible. 12. That's not. Yeah. That's not twelve. <laughs> well, there there are actually thirteen planetary influences, so that could be possible. But it's like the North Node. Like it's like the South Node would like have yeah. to be somewhere else, you know. And then and then Pluto was not in Capricorn when I was born, like in my generation. So that's why it's not there. But yeah, so it's and ex- exactly what you said. It's like it's literally perfectly around like what I'm good at. So what is the twelfth house about? Like spirituality, right? The unseen, like uh, angelic, like communication, like all this intuition, right? All the things that the world of human design like is 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 a part of. And then what is Capricorn about? It's like structure, earthiness, groundedness, and it's like cardinal energy. So it's like leader, right? And so my six planets in Capricorn in the twelfth house are like spiritual but make it structured, Yeah, <laughs> but, but organize it and yeah. make it perfect, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's literally exactly, it's exactly that, you know? So there's so many things I've done actually quite a few lives and posts around why everything in my human design and even my astrology lends itself to the compendium building, like yeah. my Aquarius rising, like everything like is, is related to it. So and that's why it's the only thing I've like, quote unquote, launched multiple times. It's the only thing I've been able to commit to for so long because it's so perfectly like me, you know? Yeah. And, you know, once you find that thing, I mean, this isn't going to be my thing forever, but it's like, once you find that thing, it's like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to do something that's like perfectly for me, for my manage and self. And then you'll master that and you're going to be like, okay, what's the next like perfectly aligned <laughs> thing? There can be multiple things, so to speak, and there will be multiple things for, for many gens. This is something that I've been, first of all, I love that. I, I want to go into the <laughs> compendium because it's awesome. And obviously I had read the 12th house and the six planets and I just mished them all together. So that was funny. Um, I'm like, where did that even come from, Shules? What? <laughs> um, but close, close. And um, I love everything that you said about the, like the manigen, you know, mastering something and then going on to the next thing. And it gets to be like that. And I think like this is programming that we've been handed down to us through like you know growing up even through going to the school system right we're taught to be like you know you're going to have one career and this is the thing that you're going to do for the whole your whole life and you have to make sure that you pick the right thing when you leave school and it just they put all this pressure on you and we're so programmed to think that life is this this, like linear thing so that's another thing that needs to be um looked at for many gens right to just completely reframe Mm -hmm. that uh and I love everything that you've come up with because it's 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 genius you've literally just created like a wiki system for human design and gene keys can you explain more about what it is and how people can use it 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I love that you also use the word genius because that's also a word that I use a lot in my marketing because it's like very specific to my design. I'm like, yes, it's like working. My brand is like, you know, recognizable. <laughs> no, but it's uh, so what the what the compendium is. So just to really briefly describe what a compendium even is, because that's like a real, I didn't make up that word. Like a, a compendium is, is a field guide, right? So the, the image I always give is imagine Darwin, right? Charles Darwin, he has his field guide of like birds. And then he, which is a, a static document, right? The, the, the book itself is static, but he's going out and, and seeing the different finches and seeing the different beak sizes. And so he actually is taking real life data and he's updating his field guide, right? He's updating it with the real data that he's seeing in the world. So that's what a compendium is. It's like a field guide, a manual, an almanac that is meant to grow. And so the cosmic compendium is that for the stars, right? So there's human design, gene keys, and even a little bit of astrology in there as well, because human design is, is you know, borrowed from astrology or descendant from astrology, you could say. Um, and so it's, it's literally, it's, it's digital, right? So think of a Wikipedia, like sort of vibe, right? A wiki where you have these detailed pages with information, but when they reference another term, it's linked and you can go to that other term and see that page with detailed information. So that's like the basic structure. But the thing that makes it different is that you like the thing that makes it genius is that you can edit the pages on your own. Right. So when people have access to the software, it becomes their own personal like almanac. Like it's not shared. That data isn't shared with other people. So for example, for you, you would have your manifesting generator page. And then after this like interview, you'd go into that page and at the bottom where it says extra resources and field notes, which is what that section is, you can type in what, how could I build a business to fit me, you know, from podcast interview X, Y, Z. And so it's meant to be this ever growing, like resource for you that because it's digital, it doesn't weigh anything. It's just, it can, you can add as much information in as possible. And it is the most beautifully organized thing in the world. <laughs> so, I love that. That is the compendium. And That's the other the other piece of it that is um, interesting is the database functionality. So it's a wiki, which we said, a journal, which we said, and the last piece is database. So wiki, journal, database, hybrid is kind of how I describe it. And the thing I'll just say about that is when you're studying something like the gates, right, which I think we're going to talk a little bit more about gene keys today, the gates are the most layered of the of the topics in human design. So when you look at a gate, it's part of a center, which is part of a channel. And that channel has a type of channel that it's in and a type of circuitry that it's in. And that gate is part of an astrological sign. And that gate has two I Ching hexagrams that you want to look at. And so the other function that it gives you is to be able to like really filter and search for very specific things. And because you're visualizing data, you're able to see patterns, right? So knowing, for example, that a lot of the root center gates or most of them are Capricorn gates, it's like, that's very interesting. And how can we connect those two things together? And it really just shows how genius the human design and, and gene key systems are. They are so mind-blowingly perfectly correlated. It's like ridiculous. So yeah, wiki journal database hybrid. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, like insane. And I love the idea of being able to keep everything in one space because I remember when I was like studying these concepts, it's like everything is everywhere. You're on all these different sites. You're trying to like, you know, look up all these different YouTube videos and trying to figure it all out. But to have it all there and to even be able to customize it to suit you and what you want to actually jot down and highlight and all of the things like incredibly, incre it is genius. Incredible, incredible, incredible. It's like, I, I, I love Thank it so you. much. I see like big <laughs> things for that, honestly. I um. 
Yeah, no, I love that. So like it would be so good for somebody who was even in like the human design or the gene key space if you were teaching that. I could just see it would be so good for um yeah, a teacher in that space as well. Um I would love to go deeper, yes, into gene keys. We've just mentioned them because, all right, maybe we'll start here, okay? So what's the correlation between human design and gene keys? Because they are completely different systems, right? Yes, in a way, and they're also like sister systems. So yes, let's get into it. And thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it about the compendium. But yeah, so let's let's look at the the lineage a little a little bit. So looking at human design, we have to understand what human design is first, because that came first. Human design is a channeled system by this guy named Ra Uruhu, who kind of, you know, took some drugs and went into this like eight day, you know, deep meditation where he channeled the entire human design system. So that system is borrowing from astrology. That's how we get our human design chart. We need to know our birth time because it's being influenced by where the planets were, right? So astrology is the first, the first of the systems. Then we have a really ancient system called the I Ching, which I kind of mentioned earlier. And the I Ching is uh, a ancient Chinese divination text written, yeah, like thousands of years ago, which looks at the 64 archetypes of human, like, you know, of humans. And specifically what it looks like is, is different combinations of masculine and feminine energy. So they're called hexagrams because there's six possible like lines is what they're called and they can either be masculine or feminine lines. And when you have six possible lines that are feminine or masculine, you get 64 different combinations of that. So you get 64 different archetypes of masculine and feminine energy. And then we also have like in human design, you'll see the centers is based off the chakra system. So energetic hubs in the body that have different themes, like the throat centers, obviously the throat chakra is obviously about communication. And then the channels are coming from Kabbalah. So those are the four like esoteric systems that were, that were coming from in human design. What Gene Keys did, so the founder of the Gene Keys is a guy named Ra Uruhu, or sorry, of Richard Rudd. They, have, they both start with an R, so I always like switch them, Ra and Richard. So human design is Ra, uh, Gene Keys is Richard Rudd. And Richard Rudd was already a student of the I Ching because it's a very ancient text, right? So he had already, he was a mystic and, and poet like his whole life and, and you know, did this in college. And uh, he was already a student of the I Ching found Ra when Ra was around and, and teaching human design. And he was like, oh my God, this guy mapped the the 64 I Ching hexagrams to Zodiac signs. Like, what is that? And like puts it on a body. What the heck is that? So he became a, a human design person for a bit and then channeled the gene keys. And what the gene keys looks at, at are the three different frequencies that a gate, which is the I Ching hexagram, could be expressed in. So to make this really simple, um, do you remember your conscious son? What is your your Leo, right? What is your? Yeah, I'm a Leo, but I'm like I haven't. I, I don't think I can remember <laughs> what your son is. Son. No, no, I can't remember. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. <laughs> no, you're good. So, for example, my my Capricorn son is gate 54, right? So what we have in in human design is. Each, each zodiac sign has about six different gates, right? So my Capricorn sign is gate 54. So human design has something to say about that, right? Human design is looking at, you know, okay, the, the hexagram is about uh, this like woman who like social climbs her way to the top. In human design, we see it as ambition, right? Because it's this woman who social climbs her way to the top is, is, the, is the archetype. Human design looks at that energy and says, this is the energy of ambition, right? And so that's why it's called the gate of ambition. Now, Gene Keys looks at that and says, okay, but how could ambition be expressing itself in a shadow frequency, a 
like higher frequency and an enlightenment frequency. So we have three different levels. So the shadow of ambition is greed, right? If you are expressing ambition in a really low vibrational state, you're just blindly greedy, you know, and you just want shit for no fucking reason. And you're like destroying the planet and like, whatever. Uh, I think we can all think of examples of people like that, that we've seen, you know, in the internet and politicians and all that good stuff or, you know, big business tycoons and all of that. Right. So that's ambition expressed in a shadow frequency. Then we have like the middle frequency, which is all about like service and genius. And that is the sh- the gift of aspiration, right? That's what the gift, that's what the middle frequency is called. It's called the gift. So when you can kind of transform greed, right? What is within greed? It's actually somebody who has big aspirations. And can we just pull the purity of that aspiration out of that shadow state, right? And then all the gene keys have like an enlightenment frequency, which is called the city, S-I-D-D-H-I, which is about surrender. And so the highest frequency of aspiration is ascension, right? Somebody who has such high aspirations, they literally become an ascended master. (laughs) So obviously we don't like pressure ourselves in, in, you know, practical day-to-day life to like engage with the cities a lot. Um, We more are looking at, hey, can you catch yourself in your shadow and can you step into your gift? And that's what the, that's the magic of the gene keys, right? Because human design tells me my consciousness is 54 and that could have served me for a long time. Like, okay, yeah, how can I be in this gate of ambition and, and this leading energy? But what gene keys says is you could be expressing this as greed or as aspiration. It's up to you to pick. And it has a lot to say about, you know, those two, it's not just two words, two random words. There's like a chapter on each of the words. Um, so it's a very in-depth system that gives you, it shows you how you could be expressing the energy that is yours already. That's incredible. That is so, so, so incredible. And that's why I think I love Jane Keys so much. I've just been trying to like pull up my Jane Keys because I cannot remember for the life of me. Um, but I think mine is 54. Oh, something you're about... A cap- no, you're I'm not, not a Capricorn. Capricorn. No. Here, I can I find like you I have your chart. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I was like, I was trying to look up our, our reading chart and I couldn't, I couldn't get it up. That's so funny. Um, no. I'll take a look at it. But yeah, so, so that's like the main kind of magic of of the gene keys while I, while I search for you here. And the other, the other part that the gene keys added is a sequence. So what that sequence shows us is the map of like the shadows we're going to encounter and the gifts we're going to transform. And so putting the systems together, you get human design, which is here's how your body and energy works. So it's like, here's the vehicle and how it works. And then Gene Keys is like, here's the road that you're on. So like the map. So putting them to, it's like the perfect combination. Human design tells me how I operate. Gene Keys is going to tell me the journey I'm going to go on. So of course I want both, you know, it's like having a car and a GPS system. Okay. You're, oh, I'm so silly. Of course I remember this now. Your conscious son is gate 31, the gate of the leader. 31, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, to, to kind of, given another example. So human design says gate 31, the gate of the leader, uh, it's in the throat center. So it's like the voice of the leader, right? It makes a lot of sense. You're doing a podcast. Yeah. I remember us talking about this in our, in our, in our reading. I was like, yeah, dude, use your voice. Like you're going to use your voice and be a leader. I remember this now. And so that's what human design says. And that's really beautiful. Right. But Gene Keys says, okay, so yes, the gift is leadership. Like that's the word for that gift is leadership. And and leadership is people who are leaders because other people follow them and other people say you're a leader and believe, believe in you. But the shadow of this gate or the shadow of this gene key is arrogance, you know, cause it's, you're wanting to be heard. You're like a victim of your need 
to be heard. And so we can all we can all see where leaders, when they're not functioning in a place of integrity, are arrogant people who are like, no, you follow me, you know, no, you need to listen to me, right? How many times has your parent tried to tell you that? Because your parents are, you know, typically the leaders of the household when you're two years old, like you can't, (laughs) you can't lead the household at two, but does it turn into arrogance or does it turn into loving leadership, right? And so that's an example. And I, I can't remember the city at the moment, but um, I will have to look it up and, and show you. I remember a lot of these, but there are 64 and no. each one has three different frequencies. And I could imagine. <laughs> no, you're, you're incredible with what you can remember, honestly. Like you blow my <laughs> mind every single time. But I think that's why I really, really, I, I'm like attracted to the Gene Keys and learning more about them. It's because they do call you out in that way. And I'm so attracted to that like badass, like harsh energy where it's just like, I'm not sugarcoating shit. Like this is either like how you're being or it's just, it's just real, right? And it can, it, it takes you back a little bit because you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not arrogant. But like, if I'm being truthful, fuck, yeah, I can be like, especially in my personal life, like with how I could be bossy in my relationships. And, you know, it's something that I've had to learn my whole life. And um, yeah, I just love it because it like fully calls you out and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and it really, really like takes you to, uh, it makes you uh, have a look at like how you're being. But I love that it gives you something to focus on. Like, you know, how can you actually come from humility And um, that was actually like if we're going to get personal, which I am on this humility, right? Humility is the yeah, city right. of that game. So. Yes. Oh my god. You got uh, it. Oh, I did, you, so. did you remember that, or did that I just remember come that? Out of your mouth? Okay. No, I just okay, remember okay. that as I was talking. I was like, oh, it's humility. That's what I meant to be learning as I was talking. Because, well, I was freaking out because I've had people use their own gene keywords in t- in conversation, and they don't even know that that's like their gene key talking. So oh, I was like, did so you cool. just say that? But no, but you remembered it. But yes, either way, it's still impressive. But yes, tell me about coming from humility. Yeah, no, I I, I did that. So when I first started the podcast, it really uh, there were like two aspects of this um, of this gene key. I remember it was like this needing to be heard, um, and that's where I was coming from when I first started. It was coming from this place of like needing to be heard, and it was literally like my throat chakra was on a completely different island and it just had little ears on it this is how a reader described it to me and she's like it's just listening to everyone else and what they're saying and she's like you've got to like you know go put it back in your body and listen to what you're saying and you know where you're coming from because I was coming from this place of like needing to be heard right and it's because I was like so like I suppressed my voice for so 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 long and um in order to yeah kind of uh, work from this place of humility I made it my mission to only interview other people for the podcast and listen to their stories. So it was like I was still getting to like uh, practice using my voice, but I really made it um, a mission to like listen to other people and to hear their stories and to make it about them rather than me. Uh, So that was a really good uh, test. But yeah, that's like the beauty, right? You get to just, uh, you know, figure out what the jinky is and then you can actually work with it. And I like that you said it's something that you just, you know, you're going to fall in and out of the shadow and that's just life it, that's just how it how it works you just have to you have to learn and then you get back up and then you learn and then you get back up and yeah totally and 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 that's actually like specifically how the gene keys sequences work so I loved what you said about about leadership and humility I think if that's for anybody who has gene key 31 in their chart or is contemplating gene key 31 you can play with what Julie just said but when you look at the gene key sequences, right? So what does gene key offer us? It's called a path to illumination, right? Like that's what the gene, the gene key system offers us, right? So it's called uh, like his, uh, 
sorry, there's a cat meowing outside of my door. Um, so R- Richard, I know it's not my cat. I'm staying with a friend at the moment. So, he's, so and he's been like obsessed with me and like, uh, I will come in my room and he's like in my bed and I'm like, Hey, uh, what's uh, up? he's very cute. I love very that. cute kitty. Um, but yes. So what the gene keys offers us is a path, right? Um, one of the books that Richard Rudd has written on the gene keys is called the 64 ways because actually each of the gene keys is a path to elimination or is a path to enlightenment, right? So you could just spend the whole rest of your life contemplating the path from uh, arrogance to humility for, for your whole life, you know? And that's actually how they're described. Whenever a gene key is described, it goes, you know, the transformational path of the 31st gene key moves from arrogance to humility, and it is the path of leadership. That is how the, it's a, that's like the format of every single gene key, right? So like mm-hmm. the transformational path of the 54th gene key moves from greed to ascension through the path of aspiration. Mm-hmm. So each of the gene keys is a path. However, what we also get is the, uh, the three sequences, which is called the golden path, right? And this is where astrology comes into play. So the golden path gives us three sequences that we start, we go from start to finish all the way through the all three of them. We start with something called the genius sequence, which is like our purpose energy. So it's the same gates as your incarnation cross in human design. So it's the sun and the earth gates on both sides of the chart, consciously and unconsciously. And it's like these four prime gifts is what they're called, right? So you go through these four prime gifts and you claim your four prime gifts, right? You go, you know, you are like, I'm going to transform arrogance into leadership and I'm going to start this journey. And that's how you start, right? After you've opened your, you've claimed your four prime gifts, which is really your purpose, the next sequence is called the Venus sequence. And it's all about opening your heart and living vulnerably. It's a lot of healing work that is done in that sequence. And then finally, it ends with something called the Pearl sequence, which is all about prosperity and like exchanging your gifts with the world, like with for money. You know what I mean? So we have this path of purpose, this path of partnership, and this path of prosperity. And to tie it back to what you were saying, Every single time you're going to level up, you go through all the three sequences again. So the easiest example I give of this, right, is you're starting a business, right? What does it look like to start a business? And you have to deal with your arrogance and you have to deal with uh, the, the pairing partner to gate 31 is the shadow of anticipation. So arrogance, or sorry, not anticipation, fantasy. So arrogance and fantasy, you know, breed each other, but then leadership and anticipation breed each other as well. So you have to go through that, right? So you're going to go through arrogance and step into leadership. You're going to again, go to the next one, uh, fantasy and step into anticipation. So you start your business, right? You go all the way to the pearl sequence and you finish it out and you're like, end at your pearl you know, key. And you're like, yay business. And now you're like, but I want to make 5k months. And then you got to go back to arrogance. And now arrogance is showing up in a different way, right? You've leveled up, but it's still going to appear. Right. Um, and then, you know, the the easiest example is a business example. Every time you want to level up in your income, you go through the sequence again, you deal with your shadows again. And so it's never, it's a never ending process. And not to say that in a way of like, oh my God, there's no end in sight, but just like, there's no rush, you know, like there's no rush. And every time you go through them again, you get deeper and better and, and like more, uh, you know, like embodied is really the key here. The key word for the gene keys is you embody them even more and more and more till you become the embodiment of leadership. You know, that's like what it's going to be for you. You're going to be the embodiment of leadership.
I love that. I love everything you said about how it gives you that roadmap. And I think like, that's why I love these tools so much. And I just encourage everyone to look into like human designs, gene keys, because it gives you that roadmap and it gives you that just map of yourself. And I don't believe anything in life is a coincidence. And I think like we, we've been gifted these systems to actually study ourselves because I know for me, like when I first started this journey, I had no sense of self. I didn't know who I was. I had nothing that I was interested in. I don't I know like what made me tick, you know, and like using these systems really helped me to come back to my soul again and help me to just remember who the fuck I am. And I, that's why I love this because it just gives you that, yeah, it gives you that roadmap, right? It gives you that actual sequence. And honestly, I, um, I've definitely looked into like the pearl sequence and all of that. And it, it, it's, it's awesome that you can go through that, but I love that you said, but then when it's time to actually up level to the next thing, you start from the start again, but you already, have the roadmap you know how to get there and I think that that is just so important to mention because I think so many people go on this journey and they think oh yeah I'm doing it I'm doing it and then you know they get to the end and then they you know they they unclock like the first bit and then they have to start from the start again and they think something's wrong with them or they think they're doing it wrong or and I'm like no it's not like that at all um and it's just even when we talk about like the healing journey because obviously like this is going to be linked to people's like you know wounds and things like that that they have to overcome through this life because it's just you know it's all interconnected um and it's just the same sort of advice right it's like yeah you unclock like a layer of it but then when it's time for the next thing it's like you have to unclock the next layer and it's reminding me of this like moment I had prior to um I I had gotten like you know the business was working well it's like I clocked that right I I did it (laughs) in such a short amount of time but I did it right and I was like yes and I looked up to the sky and in that moment I was like I'm ready for more. And I I said it with such confidence and I was like, show me more. And I kid you not, since the Pisces full moon, everything in my life, all these like foundational structures that I had built and I had like put like my reliance on just like crumble the fuck down. And I'm like here now going, oh my God, what the fuck? And I feel like I've been like stripped bare naked and I'm just like figuring it all out again. I've been describing this phase in my life, like another awakening. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so like, you know, we, we ask for more and we want the next step and it's like, yeah, sure. You're going to get the next step, but you have to do the work. You have to look at these these things, this shadow, the darkness that, you know, lives within you that needs to be seen, needs light shown on it. And I think Gene Keys is a beautiful way you can actually look deeper into that, right? And um, I don't know, have like a real like roadmap on how to get there. Like, you know, what you need to step out of and what you need to actually embody. Absolutely. And it's like, and and to, to your point, it's like, all this stuff is like crumbling down because, because you asked for it, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for, but you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Cause you already know, you know how to set up a business and like, you know, the structure, I don't know what, what, what are the structures that are falling, crumbling, but you, you were talking about how the business was going really well. And it's like, you already have that skill. Like you'd already done it once you can do it again. You know what I mean? So we never, we never start from scratch. We always start from, mm-hmm. from experience, but the, that is such the beauty of the gene keys is like, it's so it calls you out so hard as you saw as you (laughs) as you pointed out like it really really does but it tells you it doesn't just say hey you're an arrogant asshole it tells you hey you have the shadow of arrogance within you when you're in a state of suffering but here's the beauty within it right it always says there's a there's always a uh 
every shadow contains a gift is always the teaching. So the shadow of arrogance always contains the gift of leadership. Always. It's just shrouded by this like victim consciousness, like suffering state, right? Another, another way that the Gene Keys language, uh, you know, describes this as is, is higher purpose. So the higher purpose of arrogance is leadership, right? The higher purpose of greed is aspiration. And so we can always go back to that map. And really the, the this is what I, I use Gene Keys in a lot of different ways, but the ways in which the easiest way to start to use it is just start to be present to those words that come up. And so whenever somebody's like, you're being arrogant right now, that can trigger like, oh, that's Jinky 31. I can go look at that and see that actually leadership is a more loving state to be in. What would that look like in this situation? You know, and so it really just gives you so much guidance versus like the human design system it does give you guidance, but it mostly is just your operating manual of your body, right? So you could be arrogant and and it's like, well, maybe you're throat center is like overactivated or something like that. But that's just so hard to pin down. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a diagnosis that is like hard to diagnose. You know what I mean? Versus the gene keys is literally like, Hey, you're being arrogant, but you could be a leader if you wanted to, you know, like there's, it's just so much more precise is what I have found. So yeah, I absolutely love working with them. So I love that you are given the actual, um, you know, the, the thing that kind of um meets the arrogance right you're like oh but you could do this instead and it gives you like it gives you a choice in every moment I think you know through going on this like spiritual path and journey you just naturally become really really uh self-aware right and you really really start to just monitor you know what's happening in your world because you understand that everything is a reflection of you know what's happening internally so anything that's like being presented to you. And what I've really found is like my triggers are like uh, my shadow jinkies. Like it, it kind of like comes out whenever my triggers come forward. So I'm able to just be like, okay, hold on. <laughs> What's happening within me? How can I, how can I change this? And, you know, how can I actually come from a place of, you know, love and that's going to serve me more. And this isn't like an easy thing as well. That's something that I do want to say, like, it's not easy to do this, uh, especially like, oh. For me, it comes out with my partner a lot with the, the arrogance and the, that that comes out heaps with him and literally feels like I want to die every single time I have to like say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, and it's a, it's a, I do, it really feels like a death, you know, it's like, it's like an, a mini ego death every time you have to say sorry, but that's, um, uh, yeah, like every trigger includes a shadow. It's always something in the shadow state, right? And the shadow state's always being a victim of something or it's some state of suffering. But it's when you talked about the partner thing, it's like, that's why there's exact, that's why the longest of the three sequences is the partnership one, because it's like the, the, uh, like our relationships are the most difficult, but also so the most rewarding of all spiritual classrooms. You know what I mean? Like they are so challenging and yet so rewarding at the same time. And so fulfilling and that's that's where you're going to do like the most shadow work (laughs) it always is like in relationship it's not with your relationship to money it's not you know it's always with your relationships to people and um anyways that's yeah that's 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 why I love love that so much and and I and I love I was going to ask you how how else you're using gene keys but it sounds like yeah one of those ways is just remembering the words and being like yep arrogance there's arrogance but um is there anywhere else that you've been able to like use those gene keys and 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 have them yeah come through 
I think for me, it's just better. Like the more I do this work, the more I've realized it's really the everyday actions that are actually creating the change. And I think uh, for so long, I spent so long, like, you know, studying it and intellectualizing it, but I actually wasn't putting things into action. So um, yeah, for me, it was all about like that mental understanding of the things. And I could study it until I was like blue in the face, but then it got to the point where, you know, every single time I was living my life, I was still acting from a place that wasn't in my highest and greatest good. So uh, the way that I like to utilize it, like I I do funny things like um, with the gene keys, for example, I'll tell my partner to just say arrogance. Like if if he thinks and that I like give him the permission to say that. So then I can be like, oh shit, I'm I'm not, I'm not acting from a loving place, you know, and I can like kind of catch myself out even um, like the South and North Node. I know we're talking about astrology, but that's something that I, I tell him to do as well. I'll be like, do South Node if I do this. And he'll be like, South Node. And I'll be like, ha, shit. (laughs) So I I like, I give them permission, like people who are really, really close to me to tell me when I'm acting um, not in alignment, but it really is that daily action. It's that self-awareness. That's the best way to actually implement all of this, right? Um, And even like, if we go back to like that conversation of human design, like understanding who you are, it could could even be that simple, like, oh, okay, I'm a manifesting gen. I'm not supposed to be like specific and niched and I am meant to do all of the things and allowing myself to do that and like allowing my nervous system to get comfortable in my energy. Oh, that's so good. That's so good about having like somebody externally call you out a little bit. Um, Although I will say if you are going to use this with your partner or those of you listening, my recommendation is to memorize all their gifts, you know, and really hold them high because we can totally get caught in like weaponizing this. Like I definitely got caught in that with like my ex-partner. I'd be like, your shadow is trapped and you're so trapped in your job right now. And like, this is like you being in your shadow, you know? And it was like, fuck, well, how do I get out of it? And I like, wasn't really offering that. I was just calling him out on his shadow, which is like not that helpful. Um, And so if you're listening to this and you want to use this in the way with your partner, do know the shadows for sure. And if they give you permission, that's so powerful. Like for you, like clearly you like gave him permission to do that. Um, And that's like incredibly helpful and, and very vulnerable of you as well. But if you're going to be using this with your partners, really, really hold them high to their gifts, like get really good at knowing their gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, well, to kind of go back a little bit to some of the pieces that you were talking about of like learning all the things and then not really quite putting them into action, very one, three, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that line one has to like learn, 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 learn. And then finally you're like, okay, line three, I'll go experiment with it and like play, play and do all those things. It's another reason why you're not meant to be consistent, quote unquote, like in life, it's like you're line three, like you're going to go and experiment and like try all the different things and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, it's a, it's, it's always, um, it's always a journey of coming back to, you know, in, in human design, it's called the deconditioning process, right? Deconditioning from the societal beliefs that we need to be consistent and linear and whatever. And then in the gene keys, it's the contemplation, right? The contemplation and holding the space for what is the gift that is like within this shadow, you know? Um, so yeah, love it. Love that. Um, and I love that reminder. Yeah. It's so, it's so, powerful to actually focus focus on the potency of the gift and I guess um yeah that's my hardcore energy coming through but I love to be called <laughs> out it's so bad like if I'm like in a loving relationship with someone and I really really trust them I actually like thrive off of them calling me out because I'm like yeah 
you're so right. <laughs> like it makes me feel deeply uncomfortable, but so good at the same time as well, because, um, yeah, I don't know. It's that external, like, you know, what are you doing? And it's kind of like holding me up and, um, and they're but, coming from a loving place too. You know what I mean? Like exactly. when it's somebody that you're trust, like they're doing that because they love you. Right. Versus somebody who was calling you out just to like, you know, make you feel like a piece of shit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to absolutely create that space, but that's a really, really good tip. And I'll definitely be using that. I'll be like, look, when you say this, say this to me. <laughs> um, so, so that'll be that nice. Is- I love it. Um, so can we just like go back to, I know we're probably jumping all over the place, um, but just True quickly. many, we're too many gens on the podcast. So right? what would you expect? But yes, what let's do you go expect? back. I know. <laughs> Linear doesn't exist in our world. Um, so nope. the, you know how you said the one three, which I love, like the, mm-hmm. does that come from Gene Keys? So it comes from human design specifically. Well, well, so it's like, they both, they both take that into consideration. So let's go, let's look again at what you're getting in the human design system. So the human design system is like a measurement system almost, right? It's a measurement of energy. So the biggest measurement we can get, think like a mile is like types, right? So we have many gens, generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors, but like that's a mile of measurement. There's a big spectrum, right? Under, under this like big umbrella, right? Um, then underneath that is like, okay, what's your like authority, right? That could be like the next like layer down. And then it's like, what's your incarnation cross and what are all the gates in your chart and the channels, right? And so when we get to things like gates, which gates are gene keys, are hexagrams, it's the same, the same stuff. This gate number one equals gene key number one equals hexagram one from the I Ching. So it's all the same. But when you get to the gates and the gene keys, you have the foot say is, is the gate. And then we have an inch with it, which is that line, right? So for you, you're a one three because your conscious son is 31.1. That's where that one comes from in the three, right? The three is on the other side, your other conscious or your unconscious son has a blah, 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 0.3, right? So human design says like a lot of things about lines. Like there's a lot of things to say about these lines and, and there's six total. So as, as a line one, you know, you're going to behave a little bit differently than me as a line two. Like I have, I'm a two five profile. So I look a little bit different than you. Um, and so human design has lots of things to say about that. Gene keys also uses lines, right? And lines tell a, uh, tell a very good story in the gene keys. So for you, how we would like put this all together now that we've, we've understood gene keys, we've understood the sequences, we've understood what these things even are your conscious son going back to that is 31.1 in the gene keys it's your life's work that's what the conscious son is called in gene keys your life's work is 31.1 so your life's work is leadership through the lens of a creator because a line one life's work is the creator and so anybody who's a line one in their conscious son is going to be this creator of new things right and but you're going to be creating them in an energy of leadership or you're going to be leading with your creations or whatever. You can mix and match the words as much as you'd like. Um, but yes, they both lines, the, the point ones, the one threes, all of that, it all has a say in both human design and in gene keys. They just look at it a little bit differently, uh, but there is a common thread across. It's insane. Awesome. That's so, so, so cool because yeah, I so resonate to the one three profile. I'm like, fuck, that is so, so, so me. And yeah, it does. It, it just um, makes it more personal, right? Even to look deeper into this. I swear to God, the system is like insane and so deep and so valuable. And it just explains so, so, so much. I highly, highly recommend looking into it, getting a reading from Maria. You're doing the readings now, aren't you? 
So, so I'm, I'm not doing readings anymore. However, I do have, I partnered with a recommended reader, a good friend of mine who is an astrologer, Jean Keys and human design expert. Like she has the foundations of all of them. So the kind of the, the package that you would get would be my foundational masterclasses, uh, a reading with her and then coaching with her, like very like, you know, so you can understand it before you do the reading. You get my foundational masterclass. Then you can do a reading with her where she's telling you all of the unique things about your 31.1 life's work or whatever. And then you get, you know, a couple of days with her of, of coaching up to a week uh, where you can contemplate more with like, hey, I had a question about X, Y, Z, da, da, da. So we're really created these packages to set people up for success and actually like implementing this information and not just like getting a buttload of information and not knowing what to do with it. But yes, highly recommend getting a reading just to go, go back to what you you said, because there's too much information. You know what I mean? You don't want to go in if you're new to this and start studying everything. It's like, learn your own energy first, you know, because there's already going to be so much to learn there too. Mm, I love that. I love that. Okay. So sorry. So she was doing the reading and then it, it was your um, masterclass. That's amazing. So I feel yes. like that is such a good way to like set people up for success and understanding their um, energetic systems. And yeah, all of the things that I really, really love that. And then the coaching afterwards, uh, that's awesome. Um, yes, absolutely. So where could people find you if they wanted to get the compendium and all of the things? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, everything is on Instagram. So my handle is by Maria Henning. So, and it's a very Manny Gen handle because I knew I was going to pivot and everything that I was going to create was going to be by Maria Henning. So that's where you can find me. I love it. <laughs> so I love B- it. B-Y and then my first and last name. And Perfect. everything's there. Masterclasses, awesome. courses, resources, readings, and the Cosmic Compendium. I'll have that all linked in the bio below just for reference as well. But thank you so much for coming on here again and talking all the things. I love your brain. I just think you are a wealth <laughs> of knowledge and I love everything that you've come up with because it's, it's so cool. Um, so yeah, thank you. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your night, right? Thank you so much. Yes, it's nighttime over here. And thank you so much for having me. And yeah, thank you to all who are listening. I hope you enjoy these systems and get as much value as clearly Shule and I have gotten out of them. So it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. It would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Shule Ozek. I would love to connect with you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.